It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Maddie B with you here on the Breakfast Club a little bit after 7 o'clock. We'll make it 7.09, right on the dot, actually. Ethan Gray and Mitch Mason are in. Mitch is a 4-H youth development educator for the UMaine Cooperative Extension. Also joined by Jen Thompson, who's going to hang out here and kind of co-interview on this because she's got a little uh, little bit of inside info, I guess you could say. Hello there. Uh, good morning, Matt. Yes. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. And yes, I I met a group of 4-H'ers at the airport in January. They were on their way to Washington, D.C. for a big conference, and they had won a national award. There were three of them with their trip leader, and um, hopefully we'll hear more about that trip and what was done. Excellent. Uh, Ethan, can you uh, talk about, uh, tell everybody who you are and, you know, how old you are and how long you've been in 4-H? Sure. Uh, My name is Ethan Gray. Um, I'm 15 years old, and I've been in 4-H for about eight years. I'm currently in the Lock, Stock, and Arrow 4-H Club, um, and I've been involved in several different uh, projects, including um, horse, poultry, robotics, computer science, shooting sports, and leadership projects. I never knew robotics was in, was in 4-H. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Mitch, uh, you're the 4-H Youth Development Educator. What, is, what does that role entail? Uh, most of my role is to help support volunteers and other youth programs. Um, I'm stationed in Cumberland County. I have a colleague here in Androscoggin County and uh, another colleague in every county in the state. Great. great. Jen, did you want to ask the, uh, the first question here? I certainly can. And Ethan, maybe you could tell us all about what the purpose of the trip was to Washington, this National 4-H AgriScience Summit. Sure. Tell us a little bit about what happened down there. Sure. Um, so the purpose was to educate a few uh, kids from this state um, about just a general agricultural uh, things so that we could come back and uh, kind of get the word out about that uh, here in the state. And who, el- who else went on the trip from Maine? Um, there was three teens. So it was me, um, Kelton, and Hope. I don't remember their last names. And then the trip leader was Miss Jen. And she comes from a farm background as well, right? She does. Yeah. And, and what, did you, what did you all do down there? What was part of the, the program? Um, we m- mostly went through different um, agricultural topics and um, focusing actually quite a bit on uh, cattle was one of the big topics down there. And there were a lot of other people, a lot of other 4-H'ers from around the U.S., is that right? There were. I believe there were 15 or 16 states represented. Wow, that's great. What was it about cattle you guys were going over? Um, a lot of it was um, meat, the meat uh, from cattle and how that's graded. And then we also did some different milk um, projects. Excellent. All right. Well, we're talking with Ethan Gray and Mitch Mason. Talked about the UMaine 4-H Cooperative Extension. You can find more from that. Just uh, do a Google search on 4-H Androscoggin County, 
and it should bring you right to where you need to be. We'll have more with Mitch and Ethan and Jen coming up. You'll listen to The Breakfast Club at Z1055. Oxford Networks offering new business phone network and cloud solution. I say that to my kids all the time. I think she means it in an entirely different way. We're talking with Ethan Gray and Mitch Mason. Mitch is the 4-H Youth Development Educator for the UMaine Cooperative Extension. Ethan is in the 4-H programs. He's done everything from building robots to... You haven't shot the robots. You're in shooting sports. That's not part of the shooting sports, right? No? 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 Okay, just checking. I'm just making sure. It's good. I'm glad it has nothing to do with the horse and the poultry. That would be really counterproductive. So that's for sure. Also, Jen Thompson joins us. She'll be tag-teaming on this interview with me. It's not often I've, I've done that. So that's this is new. You guys are blazing new ground today. So... Jen, I'll have you ask the first uh, question here in this segment, if you'd like. Um, Mitch, tell us a little bit about how everyone was selected to go to this trip in Washington, D.C., and, and what was involved with that. Sure. Um, so one of our roles is to really promote positive youth development. Um, and we do that by reaching out to kids where they're at and what they want to do. And we know agriculture is, is a big growing industry in Maine. It's also growing in the Lewiston Auburn area, the number of farms is increasing. So anyways, we, uh, we really wanted to promote future agriculturists, agricultural scientists. So we found some funding for this through the Maine 4-H Foundation and Tractor Supply Company. And um, we put out the call and we had several, we had I think 15 people apply um, across the state, 15 teenagers and these three um, were selected to represent Maine. That's really great. Now, any essays or anything have to write to get in on this thing? I know those are usually fun. There were a few essay-style questions, but not full essays. Okay, good. You didn't have to, you know, yeah, anything like that. That's good. That's always nice. That's a bonus. Yes. Ethan, I understand from our conversation at the airport that after the trip, part of the requirement was for you to come back and share what you had learned. And part of that was a blog, I believe. Could you tell us a little bit about how that was handled and what you decided to do as your part contribution. Sure. Um, so every day while we were down there, we emailed Mr. Mitch here um, with what we did that day. And um, I believe you posted on that blog uh, while we were down there. And then we are planning on, we talked about this a little while we were down there, we're planning on going to Maine 4-H days uh, at the Litchfield Fairground and presenting something there. Oh, that's going to be great. It'll be good. Now, what was... Do you think there was an, the? Could you categorize something as the most important thing you learned on the trip? Um, well, uh, could have been even your favorite. I mean, either either or, really, you know. Okay. Um, one of my favorite things um, was we uh, had to pick a topic. There were several topics that they had. We had to pick one and uh, do research on it as a group and uh, learn all about it that we could. And then we were told to present that. And so what we ended up picking was um, the child labor laws on farms. Um, So we decided to go federal, and we found out that, um, uh, sorry, we found several interesting facts. Oh, great. And anything good? Anything you want to share with the rest of the group here? Um... Anything off the top of your head, maybe? I'm seeming to draw a blank right now. Okay, that's fine. That's good. All right. Go ahead, John. Uh, Ethan, uh, tell us a little bit about your your background, how how you got involved in 4-H, and if you have any family members that are involved in 4-H. Yep. Um, so when we first moved to Maine, there was a lady who lived next to us who did for uh, to, uh, who did horses, and she had a friend that was in 4-H, and so she was our first 
4-H leader, and so uh, that's how we got involved. And then um, actually, when we first joined, my brother and two sisters were involved, and now my brother is aged out. So, what does aged out beat? Um, when you turn 18, you're not allowed to, I don't want to say not allowed to, but um, you can't be uh, a full member anymore, but you can still be a 4-H volunteer, which is actually what he's doing now. Oh, that's great. And w did you start out as a clover bud? I did my research on the 4-H <laughs> page, so. Yes, I did. Yep, and, I was a clover bud for one year. And clover bud, clover bud, for those that are listening, are the children that are five to eight years old and the programs that they're involved in. Maybe, Mitch, you can talk a little bit about that. Sure. Um, a clover bud is five to eight, and they do a lot of the same things older kids do, but it's simplified. Um, it's just basic, it's more basic than, um, and more socially oriented than what the older kids will do. Talking with Ethan Gray and Mitch Mason. Mitch is a 4-H Youth Development Educator for the UMaine Cooperative Extension. Jen Thompson's in as well. We're talking about 4-H stuff. For more on that, search 4-H Androscoggin County on any of the search engines, and it'll get you right where you want to be. We'll have more coming up. 724, 35 degrees here on the Z. This is your local sports flash brought to you by Above and Beyond LL. We're here on the corner of Center and Bradman. It's a rainy Wednesday on the Z. So rainy, in fact, that we've got sirens going one way, so something must be going on. They're headed towards Auburn. Jen Thompson's in with me, along with Ethan Gray and Mitch Mason. Ethan and Gray are here to talk about 4-H. Jen is here tag-teaming on the questions with me, which is nice. We might be we, we might be working on something. We might be getting Jen into the rotation, but I'm not going to, you know. Wait, spill the beans. Not, not, not going to spill any too many beans just yet. But anyways, we've got to get moving here. Um, guys, let's kind of get back to things here. It, now, have you ever been on a trip like this before, Ethan? Um, not nationally, but I've been on a few state trips similar to this. Anything, um, anything stand out to you as similar to, that you saw from the state trips to this one, or was this one a completely different experience? Um, they were relatively similar in the uh, groups that we did. They were um, just similarly set up. And Ethan, I know you guys were down there to learn and, and meet with some of the other people involved, the high-level people, but did you have a chance to see some of the things in Washington, D.C.? We did, yes. We did a, a nighttime tour of D.C. Uh, I believe it was the second night we were down there. We um, saw the Lincoln Memorial and um, a few others. Yeah, that must have been an amazing experience. And I understand you did have someone on the trip who had never flown before. Yes. And your trip leader, I don't think, had been back to Washington, or the first time she had been there as a 4-H'er when she was a teen. Yes. So it must have been really fun for everybody to get down there, see some new things. I mean, Washington's a pretty amazing place. Yes, it is. Yeah, so in addition to the educational experience and meeting all the other 4-H'ers from around the country, you guys had a pretty amazing, amazing sightseeing and experiencing a little bit of where the action Maybe we don't want to be down there right now, but. <laughs> right. Yeah. And leading on to another question, we, we all, I think, have seen how agriculture in Maine has been really changing and becoming more and more important. Small farms have been growing. And can you talk a little bit about that, Mitch, and maybe uh, how the 4-H'ers are coming sure. into that? Sure. I think there's a, a concept that you have to own a lot of land or you even have to be actually in production 
to be involved with agriculture, but there's an old bumper sticker that used to say, you know, if you eat, you're involved with agriculture. So all of us are involved in some extent. Um, one of the um, one of our goals with UMaine Cooperative Extension and especially 4-H with the younger people is that people are more connected with where their food and fiber come from, and that includes agriculture science. Um, so even if someone doesn't step foot on a farm, it's important that everybody is aware of the issues um, that affect them and their family. Um, we really want to produce um, or want to see some really educated citizens who, when they go to vote and when they make decisions, they're basing their information on, on evidence and um, information that's correct. So a big goal is just to get everybody better educated about agriculture and how it affects them. Ethan Gray and Mitch Mason are in talking about 4-H Youth Development. Of course, uh, Mitch Mason is the 4-H Youth Development Educator for the UMaine Cooperative Extension. You can find out more from them by searching uh, your big major search engines. Look for 4-H Androscoggin County. Should bring you right, right where you need to be. I'll bring you right to the umaine.edu page that highlights the 4-H stuff that they do. A lot more coming up, 741, 35 degrees. You're listening to The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club! Oxford Networks. Back up your data on our secure... On the Z, Z1055. Maddie B, John Thompson with you here on The Breakfast Club. Ethan Gray and Mitch Mason are in talking about the 4-H. You know 4-H. Of course you do. And, uh, of course, the UMaine Cooperative Extension with 4-H. For more information on that, just do a nice search there on the interwebs for 4-H Androscoggin County, and it'll get you right where you need to get to. Now, why is 4-H part of the University of Maine, and, and what are the benefits to that partnership? Well, 4-H um, nationwide is always attached to a university in each state, each territory, um, sometimes even internationally. So 4-H is actually the official youth development program of the University of Maine, and it's how we extend the university into local communities. That's a good point. That's a good one. Well, and it makes a lot of sense why you would do that. Now, what, what does that do? Does that help uh, promote agriculture in the community? It can. That's one of the subjects we... Um, that we extend the research and the education from the university down to the local level. Um, 4-H actually started 100 years ago because um, universities wanted to extend new technologies into local communities. And the adults didn't necessarily want to learn new technologies, so they reached out to kids, and that's how they implemented new technologies. That's a great point. Wow, that's great. And I understand there are over 20,000 mm-hmm. youth involved in Maine in the 4-H programs. Yes. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. So, Ethan, how did how did you, you know, what do you think about 4-H and what you've gotten out of it? What are your favorite things that you think about? Um, one, of, one of my favorite things is uh, leadership. So I've uh, gotten many, many chances to be uh, a pretty big leader with several different events that we've done. That's great. And, Mitch, I understand there's some events coming up. There is. Um, one of, one of my favorite is 4-H at UMaine, which is a chance for any, um, any high school student um, or eighth grader in Maine to spend um, a weekend up at the University of Maine campus, stay in the dorms, um, take some workshops from professors, and just learn about college life in general. So. And any, any, anyone can come from around Maine of that age group. Anyway. And how do they apply? How do they get involved? Do they go to the website? Sure, go to the website. In March, um, late March, there'll be um, something on the website for registering. It's all online. You don't have to register for 4-H. You just Mm -hmm. fill in the application, send in the money. It's around $75 for a full weekend. That includes meals. You get to take three classes from college professors, 
Um, an example of the one that I learned last year was nanotechnology and how that's being implemented in medical sciences in Maine. So it's an exciting event. And Ethan's actually on the team planning group for that. Well, that's great. And your leadership skills are coming in. Yes. That's, all, that's always a good, uh, good thing to get out of all this stuff. Now, how can a family who's listening get involved with 4-H or agriculture through the University of Maine Cooperative Extension? Sure. The best way is, again, to go to the website, Google, or whatever search engine, 4-H, um, Androscoggin County, if you're local, or whatever the name of your county is. And then you can contact them, and they can put you in, in touch with a local 4-H club, 4-H volunteer. Excellent. Ethan Gray, Mitch Mason came in to talk about 4-H and the, of course, the UMaine Cooperative Extension with 4-H. Again, for more information, uh, to just like Mitch just said, 4-H, Androscoggin County in any search engine. Jen Thompson helped with the interview as well. Guys, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Well, more coming up on The Breakfast Club of the folks from Skiavi Homes next hour here on the Z. The Breakfast Club! This is your local sports flash, brought to you by Sabattis Regional Credit Union, providing... With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.